0: We're joined today by Tommy Sowers, the CEO of SoloPro, a revolutionary new startup that connects home buyers and sellers with third party real estate agents that perform services for flat fees rather than a traditional commission structure. Sowers' experience spans multiple business sectors. Prior to SoloPro, his roles included service as the Assistant Secretary for Public and Intergovernmental Affairs at the United States Department of Veterans Affairs and as a McKinsey & Company Management Consultant. He was also the 2010 Democratic nominee for the U.S. House of Representatives in Missouri's 8th Congressional District and is a former U.S. Army Special Forces Officer. Now, let's welcome Tommy to the call as we join our host, Tim Harris.
1: So, Tommy, first of all, thank you for taking the time out today. Uh, Thank you for... um your uh, contributions to the industry. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of folks in the industry are um, seeing what you're doing as very controversial. Uh, a lot of people don't realize essentially what, you've, what you're what you proposing has been proposed before, implemented in some markets. And so a lot of these concepts that you're bringing to market, again, or bringing to market in a larger scale, have been market tested and I think are things that the, the industry and agents in particular, boots on the street, if you will, need to be aware of and maybe need to consider... Uh, adapting in their own practices. But before we get to the nuts and bolts of what you're doing and why you're doing it, I want to thank you sincerely for your service to our country. Um, and I also, uh, you and I were talking prior to the interview today, uh, I w- am a little surprised that in all the press that you've been receiving recently, nobody has asked you or given you the opportunity to share uh, what your military background is. Because in my from my perspective, Um, And I think once the listeners, our 100,000-plus listeners, hear about your military background, they'll all agree. From my perspective, hearing what you're doing business-wise, knowing what your background is, all of a sudden makes it so that people need to start paying a lot more attention. So without uh, embarrassing you or without making you seem braggadocious when I know that's not your style, um, do you mind sharing with the listeners about your military background?
0: Well, well, sure. And Tim, first off, thank you very much for having me on the show. It's a it's an honor to speak to your listeners, and I and I think you and I have uh, some broad alignment in 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 some aspects of this industry. So, um, you know, my background is I was raised in a small town in Missouri, and I went to school uh, at Duke University. And to pay for school, I did ROTC, and I always had a, a bent of uh, public service, but. The thing I loved about the military, and I was in the Army for 11 years active, was this deliberate approach to understanding leadership. And you start by leading yourself and polishing your shoes and then teaching somebody else and then teaching 5 and 10 and 20. Um, and and so, you know, I I, I appreciate uh, your your thanks for my service, but let me tell you, I mean, it taught me how to lead. It gave me a great opportunity to spend uh, some time with the really some of the best people in the world. And... Um, you know my business, our business is is executing on some of the principles I learned in the military and you know you, you asked me what what I was in Special forces I was a green beret, and there 's this old story about what 's the difference between a navy seal and a green beret, and uh, what happens when they encounter a snake. And so the Navy still will expend all of their ammunition. They'll call in naval gunfire. They won't kill the snake. They'll withdraw to an aircraft carrier. They'll write a screenplay and, uh, you know, become famous. Uh, what the Green Berets do is a little bit different. We can't withdraw anywhere. We're plunked down in the middle of an ambiguous environment with very talented people. Uh, and we have to work by, with, and through folks. This isn't about destroying an enemy. It's about finding common ground. And we speak languages. And, yes, if we have to get in the dust up, we can, you know, defend ourselves and go on offense. But that's been, you know, solo pros a- approach. Uh, you you described us as re- revolutionary. Certainly there's some aspects about what we're doing that is, that is new. But as you pointed out, some of these ideas have been around for a while. But we just know that uh, the time is right now for these ideas really uh, to scale and scale nationwide.
1: So um yeah, you're popping off the military experience thing and I'll I'll just I'll re- I'll close the <laughs> loop just so we can talk about the business. I appreciate that. Uh my dad served in Big Red One. My dearly departed father. Oh, great. Yeah, he was in Big Red One in the army. Yeah. So I really do sincerely appreciate your service to our country and I think the, all I know for a fact all of our listeners are of like mind on that. Um and guys, so when you're hearing about Tommy and his uh company and all the rest of it to me, that one's a lot more credibility, knowing that he served the country, and knowing, frankly, that he was a green beret. Again, I'm not going to go into the weeds with him on the details. He was telling me a little bit about before the show when you guys run into him at real estate conventions or whatever. You want to talk about that with him? Maybe he'll share some of his, his stories and his actual, the depth and breadth of his experience. But so let's talk about Solo Pro. What got you on the idea of basically, uh, let's use military terms just for just for fun being an insurgent in a, in, in, in a hostile territory and being more <laughs> deployed in the industry, okay? Well, so, now I'll circle
0: I'm back to the – well, that's all right. I'll circle back to the military. I actually was – I started in the Big Red One. I was a combat engineer before I was a Green Beret and, you know, was honored to be a stranger ranger candidate out of the Big Red One. So a lot of, lot of uh, affinity there and um, – and, you know, you if being raised by a military man, you've you probably got a sense of discipline and, and execution and mission orientation, and, and we're applying a lot of that to this. But where the idea came from was just, you know, solving problems. And um, my problem is a problem that a lot of home buyers and sellers face, which um, about two years ago, almost to this day, I was driving down to a new location, and I, I like 10 million people, I was, you know, Uh, buying or selling a home that year and but and like six million i was a repeat uh buyer so i knew the economics and i understood that there is no free service there is no oh the buyer you don't pay of course you pay for a buyer's agent and it's and it's ridiculous to say not it's almost kind of illegal to say that you don't um because of course you're not paying the sell price you're paying your sell price plus six percent and financing it so i'm sitting outside of a home that like Ninety-seven percent of people I'd, had started my search online. And now over half of uh, individuals are finding their exact home as part of their search. And so I'm sitting outside the home that I knew I wanted, and I didn't want to call an agent uh, to let me in. Uh, so uh, so I went around the back, and I came out the front. And, um, you know, my wife, when I do Green Beret things, says, you know, she's equally kind of appalled and impressed at the same time. And you know that's people are going to kind of different lengths to you know see homes get inside homes, they're becoming agents um they're they've got buddies that are agents um and you know but that's where we started, which was this idea of I didn't need the whole bundled service i but I needed something and and what I needed is I called the person I always call, which is my co founder and cousin Shane uh Shane is a computer scientist by training and trade. And then had to leave it and uh, because he had carpal tunnel syndrome. And like a lot of folks and a lot of your listeners said, I'm going to try real estate. And like a lot of your listeners, he became very successful at it through a bunch of hard work. And he sold over 200 million, or nearly $200 million of, of real estate. So when I said to him, hey, look, I want to figure out how to kind of unbundle what an agent does and just buy the services that I need, he said, look, there's a huge inefficiency on the agent side, one point eight million realtors and an eighty five percent turnover every five years. Now, I used to be in the military profession that's a huge turnover in any profession um, you know i've talked we've got some advisors that own large brokerages, and it's not a Pareto inefficiency it's seven percent make ninety three percent of the sixty billion dollars of commissions so you look at that and you say, look, there's a lot of inefficiency there. There's a lot of people that are licensed and insured and for whatever reason struggle to be in that top 7%. Um, Now, we know that a lot of the top 7% will say, well, they need to work harder or they need to get better coaching, and certainly that's true for many. But some others are simply really good at one aspect of real estate um, and maybe love showing homes but aren't great at the paperwork or are great at the paperwork and shouldn't show homes. Um, or they just don't want to work in this kind of 24/7 nonstop, gotta text, gotta you know always be available landscape. And so that's what we built. Solo Pro is not a brokerage. Uh, we, I, I, we get this a lot. How are you different from? Re- we're fundamentally different from discount brokerages because we're not one. We are uh, unbundled, on demand, no commission, real estate. And, um, you know, consumers like it because they can uh, work with an army of agents, and it's truly on demand now. We have over uh, 1,100 agents in 43 states that have come to us organically, and some of your listeners right now are probably going to the site, solopro.com, reading the value proposition, and they'll sign up today. Um, It's not for everybody, uh, but you don't have to give up seeking traditional business. You can just do this on the side, and what we do is we solve a big problem that a lot of the coaching also helps solve, which is how do you prospect, how do you market, and what if you could unbundle what you do and just focus on the things that you want to do, and a company will bring you a client that says, "I want to put an offer in on three two three Elm Street." Uh, me, or, let, let, let me, so, sorry. for
1: the sake of our listeners, let, let me—I I was writing, I was taking notes while you were talking. I'm going to write. Yep. i to ask some specific questions about what you said because our agents, our listeners are 99% agents. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's going to be good for me to really pull out of you with the value propositions, the agents, and then I'm going to ask you about the value proposition to consumers. But I want to review some numbers you just said. Um, yep. 1.8, million, 1.8 million agents. Now, that's not one. I don't – where did you get that number? Because you probably are right. I'm just – I am not hearing – like the member of the National Association of Realtors, I don't think they actually publish how many members there are, but I have always heard around a million, million two. Do you have the Yeah, a
0: million, one, realtors. <laughs>
1: Right, right. so we're realtors, talking about a of agent, Right, you don't have to be a real estate agent to be a member of NAR. Okay, that's what I thought you said. Um, and the other statistics, those numbers have been pretty much steadfast for ages. Eighty-five percent churn in 24 months, seven percent make 93% of the money. Here's something else that's kind of interesting. Back in the 90s, when buyer's agents, uh, agency as a thing started to really boil up, and there's the ABR designation that came out, people were really saying, oh, that's where I want my focus to be working with buyers, great. It also, and I don't know if this has changed. I, I should probably research this. But back then, they also made it so that a homeowner could finance the buyer's agent commission as part as part of their government insured uh, loan. So, in other words, they were anticipating to the point where they're anticipating the market evolving to the point where if you wanted to hire an agent to help you buy a house, that you were going to be paying your own fees, and that would be coming out of your own pocket, and they were going to make it financeable as part of your, you know, purchase that never got to the point. It's still now being still paid by the seller, you know, all these types of things. So that, that, I think, probably was the start of a lot of what you're kind of realizing that now consumers are ready to sort of embrace, whereas maybe before they weren't. So so let's specifically talk about the value proposition to agents and be specific. I, I've researched uh, everything you do prior to the show, so I, I understand it's pretty straightforward, but let's make it considering these people are on their exercise box bikes and driving around in their cars let's make it very plain and simple for them to understand why they why they might want to do business with you
0: perfect perfect so so you go to the site and uh you register and the reason is there's no cost to register uh right now uh certainly in the future uh there there will be and there will likely be preferred agent fees but there's no cost now and when you do you say I want to work in these zip codes and this is what I want to do. I want to uh, tour homes. I want to put in offers, and you uh, say when you want to work and how you want to work. Um, then what happens is when a consumer comes to us, and you know, not all consumers want the full service model, and they'll come to us and say, "I've already found the home, and I want to put an offer in on three two, or I want to see three two three Elm Street tomorrow at noon." So then if you're one of the agents that says, I show homes and that zip code and I'm available during those times, an invitation goes out to all agents that are part of the, you know, that are, that are eligible for that. And then it's first come first serve. And this is one of the powerful things. I mean, I've been to a lot of real estate coaching sessions and one of the things is make more money, but another is get back control of your life. And, what what happens then is our agents can look at that invitation and say, hmm, that's all the way across town. I don't feel like doing that tomorrow at noon. Or, hmm, I've got a kid's soccer game or a school recital. I don't want to cancel that just because that's when the client wants it. And then the third can say, hey, that's right across the street. I'd love to get paid for that. The fees are set, and they may vary by zip code to zip code. But, for example, it's about $50 paid uh, to Uh, to show a home and then the fees get more expensive as the as the tasks get more uh, expensive so about a hundred dollars to put in an offer and then about eight hundred dollars for transaction management contract through close that's on the buy side and then there's also an unbundled services on the sell side so for an agent you don't have to give up your traditional commission with other customers Um, and it's not a choice of say earning a $1000 through a solo pro customer or 3%. It's really more like a choice of earning $0 or the $1000 cuz these are these are customers that just don't need or want the full service but do want a licensed and insured agent for certain steps along the way. So, you know, if you want to choose when, where and how you work and radically get paid when you do. Solo Pro should be part of your your how you make money.
1: So, why has there been so many raised eyebrows in your direction because it seems like a pretty basic concept. It seems like it might be an added ser you know an agent might include, uh, want to join your company to maybe an uh add to their sources of income. So, why has there been so many people that have cast dispersions? I shouldn't I shouldn't overstate it. It's not, you know, but you do. You have had a fair number of people in the industry that are really, you know, up in arms, if you will, about what you're proposing. Why?
0: Well, you know, I let me let me counter that just a, a bit. Um, last year, we were named by Realogy, which is as kind of traditional of a player as, as there is that's out there. Realogy, the publicly comp- publicly held company that owns Century 21 and Coldwell Banker and others. Uh, they named us one of the top 15 startups in the nation, and then we went and, uh, to a pitch-off in front of a bunch of realty executives, and they selected us as, as the top three. So um, we've got investors and advisors that own large brokerages. Uh, my co-founder is a, is an agent. But certainly, if you read articles on Inman and others, and you read the comments, boy, there's some there's some... My mom told me never to read the comments, and boy, when I when I ran for office, you know, you should never read the comments. People are, you know, um, people should hit spell check first when they when they put their name behind something. But aside from that, I think the big thing is there's a lot of misunderstanding about it. I think people think it, it, this smells and looks like Help You Sell or some sort of discount brokerage or anything like that. But we're not a discount brokerage. We we are we we do not monetize off the commission at all. In in an era where you order a car at the push of a button and when you research things through Yelp and people are comfortable sleeping in other uh, strangers' homes because of technology, um, why is it that this, this idea of, you know, opening up a door and showing a home should be, um, well, you've got to fork over 3% of the home sale price in order to do that? So certainly, and one other thing we say all the time is like some customers out there, you should probably be charging 5%. I mean, the, the looky-loo that, um, you know, wants to see 100 homes and will never transact, they're our enemy just as much as the agent that did two hours of work and is charging the exact same amount as an agent that did 200 hours of work. So, um, you know, the best way to understand us is, is we're a marketplace, and marketplaces exist to attack inefficiency, and that's our enemy here. It's not, it's not agents. We are, we are pro-agent.
1: Well, for your business to work, you need agents, right? I mean, that's part of the – that's yeah. the very essence. Of it. You need agents to actually work with you and see you as a, a potential – you know, one of the analogies we have for agents is essentially that you have – you know, for lead generation, you have to have, you know, multiple spokes on your wheel. So, you know, just to break it down, there's a wheel and it has multiple spokes. And, you know, you should at least have seven really uh, – I'm you know, one of these agents that's the 7% that makes the 93%. Generally speaking, they'll have seven solid spokes. Um, simple concept, really. Hmm. So what your what maybe agents could see your business as is another, like not a marketing source necessarily, but a, a, an income source. So to scale the idea of the the lead generation wheel and the multiple spokes and seven solid sources, well, as someone evolves financially, then they should have multiple sources of income. You know, there's obviously the main source of income, then maybe ideally things that are also going to produce uh, more passive income. So just, guys, expand your thinking before you just summarily throw the baby out with the bathwater, just because he's uh, doing something that maybe you haven't been exposed to before, the fact is, is he wouldn't be uh, successful. The fact is that, you know, Lowe's wouldn't have put over a million dollars of him. The fact is that he wouldn't be getting the traction that he's getting if it weren't for the fact that consumers are interested in what he has to offer. So when you're before you go into immediate protectionist mode, which I can certainly understand, right, I mean, I've been in this industry for two decades, so I completely understand, you know, where the mindset comes from. But before people immediately jump to the, oh, my God, it's not what I'm familiar with mode, you have to ask yourself, well, what is it that he's offering that maybe I should offer, or maybe I need to think about why it is that consumers specifically find this offer so appealing? I think you talked on that a little bit, Tommy, but you want to kind of drill down on that even more. What's the feedback you're getting from the consumers that you're engaging with?
0: Well, you know, it's it's really interesting. So we just launched on the sell side too, and we've got our first customer that is, you know, selling a an um, eight hundred thousand dollar home and buying a million dollar home, and you know, this is an experienced guy. It's a banker, and he stands to save about fifty thousand dollars. So I mean, this is this is here's the part where a lot of uh, agents uh, there there might be a, a gut reaction because what what happens when a person uh purchases a home through agents on solo pro is they get the full buyer's agent commission rebated back to them and you know they're not 1% not 1.5% all of it and um and so that's a huge value prop for folks because the thing is is Tim you and I are probably at different price points on homes that we're purchasing um but 3% matters to me, and 3% matters to you. It's a, it's a sizable amount of, of funds that get, and they get transferred back to the consumer. And then the other thing that um, is, shouldn't be thought of as an afterthought at all is that instead of just one agent, you have an army of agents. If I want to see 323 Elm Street today at 4 p.m., uh, go on SoloPro because you just put in the address, and when you want to see it, invitation goes out to 1 to 20 agents, and right now, it is almost on demand. I mean, agents are snapping up those invitations almost in a, almost instantaneously. And boom, you get an email that says, great, Jane Smith from Colwell Banker is going to show you that home. And we have agents. We have over 1,100 agents, 43 states, every brand, every brand. They may be agents in your brokerage right now that are signed up on SoloPro. Um, so, you know, again, it's the on-demand nature of it the transparency of, you know, paying for for it. You also get transparency of being able to review agents and, you know, get connected with high-quality agents. So there's a convenience aspect. There's a technology. There's a modern aspect to it. But fundamentally, it also saves consumers um, that don't need or want traditional all-you-can-eat brokerage. It saves them a ton of money.
1: Well, so um, you must have some uh, consumers that come to – I hate that term still. It's a horrible term. But you must have some buyers or sellers that come through your front door and and engage with an agent thinking that they want to just basically to pick from the menu of services. That's not your term. Mm -hmm. sort of what it's called, you know. So um, there has to be a decent number, or maybe you don't have enough data on this yet, that elect to basically, if you will, upgrade to a full-service traditional type experience. Have you seen that that pattern of behavior yet?
0: it's it's a small i'm not going to say i have not seen it but it's a very small percentage because you know the value prop it, that that draws people um to us is no commission and full rebates and work with an army of agents but certainly we've we've had a very small number come in and and you know what they get in there and and they need all you can eat they need traditional and we don't eschew that i mean that there are there are customers out there that absolutely need that but there's also why are we every home is different every consumer or home buyer and seller to you know is a better term absolutely is different why are we charging them the same amount even if they need 2 hours of help or 200 hours of it, uh, of help it's it's um it doesn't make that's that's part of it that uh that we are saying that that shouldn't be the only way uh that's out there and so as you mentioned you know we've had a significant amount of investment from uh, from a great group of investors. We'll probably go out later this year for another round since we've proved out this model and, and really deliberately expand to, um, you know, uh, to a number of markets. Uh, we've executed transactions in over five states now, and a lot of that now is just happening organically. You know, somebody listens to a podcast like this, uh, an agent signs up uh a consumer reads about us and says I want to try this and they go and they look online and sure enough there's an agent uh that is willing to fulfill their request so uh the flywheel isn't yet spinning as fast as I wanted to but uh we're going to put some accelerant into it uh later this year
1: you know it's kind of interesting too how much of this stuff that your uh that agents do for free now right i mean i'm i'm looking at your i'm looking at the inman article i'm looking at your website You know, I'm looking at your essentially essentially the menu of services, and it is kind of interesting to me, like agents will do, you know, dozens of things on the course of the day where a normal professional wouldn't be doing it without getting paid for, but they can get paid for that actual functionality of, you know, doing a CMA or showing a house even or, you know, doing the things that now they just, you know, take for granted that they'll never get paid for. You're making it so actually they can monetize those activities. I think that's kind of an interesting twist because most agents don't think in terms of how much Am I actually getting paid per hour? You know, if you think like, for example, buyers are generally speaking, heck of a lot less efficient in terms of the, you know, between a listing and a buyer. You want to generally speaking go after the sellers. They're more efficient. You have leverage. You can have more list. You know, just better, better business model. So uh, mm-hmm. on the buyer side of business, on uh, the buyer side of the business, if you have a buyer that's gonna, you know, take all your weekends and afternoons away and between all the emails and the SMSs and the, you know, constant conversations and the counseling and the rest of it a lot of agents if they were to actually add up their total amount of time invested to that buyer, they literally are getting paid twenty or thirty bucks an hour or less in some cases, depending on the sale price. So mm-hmm. it is a I think that's the paradigm shift because agents aren't used to thinking of themselves in terms of how much they're getting paid per hour. But if they did and they were and they did have they had the capacity to add Uh, you know basically partake in your business model they would probably start in some cases start finding themselves actually earning more money not less money that's the kind of novel twist to it.
0: well we we do have an agent now that that really just wants to do this and and what he is is he's a closing agent so you know he doesn't really like showing homes he doesn't like driving people all over the place he just doesn't like that and that's part of being a traditional uh, real estate agent big part but he's really good at putting in offers, helping people negotiate and getting them through close. So what we solve too is not just getting paid for what you do, but no prospecting or marketing. We just give you the customer and the, we tell you where they are in the process and they pay. And regardless of whether they close on the home or not, they pay. You get paid. So it takes a lot of the uncertainty and and Invariability and, variability and um, episodic uh, nature of compensation of real estate out of the equation.
1: Yeah, and I, and I think there's you could be opening. Now, see, here's the other thing where my mind was going. A lot of people are going to say to themselves that are listening. Well, it's going to appeal to a certain age group or a certain demographic, and I think that's probably true. Uh, mm-hmm. Initially, it's probably going to appe- it's going to appeal probably to. Well, you tell me. I mean, what have you seen so far as far as your demographics?
0: So this this was my big surprise. We did a pilot around this time last year, and then we like, we've like really scaled out since then. And I mean, I'll show you, and I'll send you the, the, the picture if you want to post it. I mean, we've got agents everywhere now. And the thing that did surprise me, yes, 59% of agents are in independent agencies, but we have agents from every brand. We have agents that are brand new, and they're hungry agents, and they want to get started, and they want to get in front of clients. And this is a great great way to do it. We also have agents that, frankly, are kind of over the 24-7 deal. They have they still have their license. They sell a couple of homes every year, their friends and family, but they love showing homes. And you know what? They're actually really, really good at it. You know, they, they can tell you all about the Chapel Hill neighborhood and the schools and all that stuff. They love looking at new places and they'd like to get paid for that. And so this again gives them that control where they can sign up on Solo Pro and they can let Twenty invitations pass by, but then they say, "Hey, look, that's in my neighborhood. That's right there. Boom! I'm going to accept that and get paid fifty dollars to um, to show a home."
1: Yeah, I, I, honestly, listeners. I mean, I've I've studied what Tommy's offering. Been to his website. Read the Edmund articles. I don't read comments. Generally speaking, on any of the articles, just because you know that's just not something I like to have floating around in my head. So, Tommy, I could understand why you're probably going to shield yourself from that going forward, um, and and I can't see really what the controversial nature of what he's proposing and what he's doing is, because for a lot of agents, and, and let's just let's just break this down. Probably a lot of top-producing agents that have a bunch of listings are not going to necessarily. And I I could be totally wrong, but aren't going to have time to do this. But for the vast majority of the agents out there, uh, you know, 93% of the 1.8 number using his numbers, you guys probably need to take a serious look at seeing if this is a good fit for your business model and in some cases monetizing the stuff that you're already doing for free. I, I mean, I just think it is what it is, and it might actually be a good – overall solution for some of you you know tommy this harkens back to the days when the, the real estate market blew up in oh seven you know oh eight oh seven and agents were struggling trying to figure out how to make ends meet and then we suggested to agents that they start doing bpos well bpos as mm-hmm. a little niche in the industry had been like oh my god you don't want to do bpos only new agents do bpos or it had this stigma but all of a sudden because agents were trying to figure out how to make money you know, how to make ends meet, then they started doing VPOs, and then you start, you know, we started having clients, coaching clients that were able to make really good money doing VPOs. and now their mindset shifted. They realized that they could actually get paid for their expertise, get paid for their time, versus the paradigm before where they'll essentially have to constantly be casting into the lake, hoping that they catch a fish. I like the fact that your model does have a direct connection between effort and results. And for a lot of agents listening, I'm sure they'll feel the same way. So, hey, guys, check it out. So the website is solopro.com. Does it cost anything to get started? Give them the lowdown on what's involved
0: yeah it's it's completely free to sign up, and uh you know in the future there, there we will likely go to a preferred agent model where it's free to sign up, but then you know folks that are preferred, it's professional headshots and more more features and probably more invitations uh, to that and that's people ask us how we make money, and, and that that's one of the ways uh, in the future when we're going to do that and I'll just tell you this: we're going to have a strong preference for early adopters. We're going to have a strong preference to elevate people to preferred status for people that sign up early and not just you know uh Johnny come lately, so that's one other incentive to go sign up there's no cost to do it. you know you build a profile on that and um yeah and 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 again we've got we've got a great agent community we love our agents we're we're pro agent on on this, and we fundamentally look one other thing is when you've had bullets shot at you and you realize life is short like i I didn't want to create a business that is negative and there's lots of those out there like this is we want this to be positive it's our actually our central value is positive so we want we, we don't just say we're pro consumer and pro agent we are pro agent and you know the best way to find that out is come check it out for yourself and that's solopro.com s-o-l-o-p-r-o.com and um we we'd be thrilled to have you on the team
1: so, uh, Mr. Sowers, thank you for your service to our country. Uh, thank you for your time on our radio show today. I sincerely appreciate it. Uh, listeners, you know what to do. Check them out. It might be a great fit for you. Um, and if nothing else, if this isn't something you want to pursue, you at least need to be taking seriously the fact that cons- – here's that word again – but consumers are embracing this concept, and you need to start asking yourselves, what is it about this concept that they like, and do I need to adapt something similar to my business practice? You know, be having your mind – Guys, you need to be looking at the horizon at the same time you're looking right in front of you, right? Right in front of you is the work you need to do today. Horizon is what might be coming around the corner. And this very well could be something that's coming around the corner. So, Tommy, I really appreciate your time today. And listeners, we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. Thank you, Tommy. Thank you. This
0: program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs,